right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Precision Rifle Channel podcast. I am here with Justin Watts of Falborg Precision. Justin, how are you, sir? I'm good, brother. Awesome. So I wanted to uh, jump on a call with you today for this podcast and talk about your upcoming match with the National Rifle League, Silent Night. Can you give us a quick rundown of the match and what's making it unique? This match is shot like any other match, okay? Uh, barricades, prone stages, you know, regular time limit. Uh, the only difference is match is shot at night. Where The positions you shoot, the stages, they're completely black, okay? Uh, there, there, there's no white lights allowed on the line. Um, however, the targets are all illuminated, okay? So, um, you, you, you don't even have to really have a flasher on the target. The, the, the targets are illuminated, so they kind of act as a flasher. It's pretty cool. You can see sparks. I mean, you can you can really watch impacts with a naked eye at night. Um, you get to see trace at night, which is something people don't really think you can do. But I promise you, you can watch your bullet all the way to the target at night. Um, this it, it It's kind of a relaxed environment. Suppressors only, so there's not a lot of freaking breaks running around. Um, you probably won't even hear the squad next to you. Uh, it's super relaxed. Anybody who has shot this match the last two years will tell you it, it's it's the most fun match they've ever shot. Nice. Common misconceptions, okay? You don't have to have night vision or thermals, okay? You do not have to have any. The targets are illuminated with 500 lumen lights. There's three of them on each target. Uh, number two, if you don't have a suppressor, that's okay. We'll give you one when you get there. Brotherhood Arms is nice enough to sponsor the suppressor this year. Um, uh, another misconception um, is that you have to be an NRL member to shoot this match, which you do not. Um, and I think lastly, uh, <clears throat> I have a lot of, of people that are asking me. They're, they're, they're trying to come to me and pay. I want everybody to know you have to register through the National Rifle League. On the website, don't try to bring me money. I won't take it. <laughs> That's the first time I've heard, heard that you won't take money. Yeah. No, I, I, that, look, that's why I'm letting you guys handle that, that money, you know, because they, they registered all with you, and then I don't have to keep track of who handed me $275. i let you do that. There you go. Tell us a, a standard course of fire that people can expect. Look, the, the targets, I, I've made the targets at this match. They're very generous. They're three to four, I'll say, I'll say two and a half to four minutes of angle uh, size targets. The reason being for that is you have no feedback if you miss, right? The, the only thing lit up, I don't have berms lit up behind these targets. Right. You make a bad wind call and you miss the target, you don't get nothing. There's no impact bus, no impact, uh, there, I mean... You don't see anything. You get no feedback. Uh, I, I made the targets a little bit bigger. Um, the standard stage, let's say, uh, we've got a, a standard barricade, stair step barricade. Uh, you got ten positions, uh, ten rounds, two minutes. Uh, actually, two minutes, thirty seconds on day one. Day two will be two minutes. Probably going to be the same stages. Okay. Still working on the course of fire right now. Um, there will be troop lines, prone troop lines. You know, uh, we've got a uh, 66% IPSC troop that goes out to right at 700 yards. Uh, 
two rounds per target. Uh, hit or miss, move on. TYLs, hostage rack. Uh, we have a uh, several positional stages, shooting off of vehicles. Just standard stuff, man. Uh, just the only difference is at your night. A lot of guys in the past years have used glow sticks, chem lights, uh, little bitty like uh, pin lights that are red or green to check their dope. Uh, if you haven't, if, if, you're, if you have any questions about this match uh, or, or maybe some tips for it, you can contact me. You can contact and Rick Reeves, C.L. Turner. Uh, Dean Morris, all, you know, there are a lot of these Oklahoma guys that have shot this back-to-back, -back, um, and they'd be glad to help you out. One of my favorite matches that I try to shoot every year is actually a night match that Sin City Precision does um, during 4th of July, and it is absolutely amazing. It's so much fun to get out there and, and just be in a completely different environment because it's dark and just seeing how everybody reacts because even though it's the same um, style of match as far as the barricades and the courses of fire, the night adds a whole new element to it. You know, a lot of, when I go to a match, I don't know, I mean, I'm sure there's other guys like that. I mean, I, I'm stressing out or especially my first couple stages and then if I start shooting good, shooting well, I get more nervous, you know. The night match, man, people are just relaxed the whole time. Nobody's nobody's bitching. Nobody's stressed out. Everybody's happy. It's just, it's a relaxed environment, man. You're just... It's definitely a different feel. Um, now, from a match director standpoint, how is it different throwing a night match versus a standard during-the-day match other than lighting, I mean, are there safety concerns? Are, are there logistical so, concerns? Yeah, we, you know, we got to kind of, we really have to keep an eye on the safety thing, right? Because it is dark. Um, we've had not had, you know, thank God we haven't had any issues the last two years. Uh, you know, that's something I really preach on in the safety brief. You know, guys, we will, we'll take time for safety, okay? Uh, I, I don't want everybody to rush. Um, I don't want everybody to get in a hurry and start doing stuff crazy. Normally, I, you know, I haven't any issues. Mostly veteran shooters shooting this. I've had some new guys. Uh, well, last year we had several new guys that shot this match. But, I mean, you're going to have several veteran shooters in the squad. Uh, they're not going to they're not gonna let the safety thing slide. You know, um, it's the same rules apply at night that they do in the daytime, right? Don't break the, 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 the 180 plane. You know, find your target before you close your bolt. When you can move position to open your bolt. It's the same stuff. Same stuff that works in the day works at nighttime. We just have to make sure, you know, it's easy to see people in the daytime if they're doing something wrong. <laughs> you know, you can correct them. Uh, at night, we just got to pay a little more attention. Exactly. So, what can shooters expect when they come in on Friday? Um, you have zero Friday morning and then we go right into the match or how is that all working out? So I'll open the, I'll open the range for uh, shooters at noon on Friday. I mean, I'll, I'm pretty easy to work with. If you need to come in at 10 o'clock, that's fine. I'll be sleeping, but that's fine. Um, 
that can come out. Uh, BNT Industries has uh, has uh, uh, given us the one shot challenge. So, you know, when guys sign in, they're gonna they're gonna go shoot their uh, card at 100 cold bore. Um, got, I mean, you guys have about seven hours to get your dope. Come in, fill in, get your dope, get zero. Uh, you can check your uh, dope out to 1,350 yards. Um, guys can walk stages, kind of get a feel for them. They can't shoot any stages, but they can walk them. Um, we'll hand out matchbooks right before the match starts. Uh, 6 o'clock, we're going to serve food. And uh, guys can hang out. Um, uh, you know, BS with their buddies or whatever. As soon as it gets dark, we're shooting. Day one, Friday, May 25th, we're going to side in zero, do the BNT sh uh, shot challenge, and then six o'clock dinner and right into the match. Yep. And then uh, as soon as, I mean, we're going to probably, we're going to probably shoot a few extra stages on Friday night uh, to get through them. And then uh, when Saturday rolls in, Saturday night, uh, just, I mean, guys can show up right before dark. We're going to go right to our stages, and we're going to start shooting. Um, hopefully, we can be done by 1, midnight, 1 o'clock, uh, even sooner, hopefully. Get the awards done, and guys can uh, go to their hotel rooms and uh, get, get some sleep. And then they have Sunday to get back in the rhythm of things and get back to work on Monday. So this is going to be a potentially very exhausting match just because of the time change. Yeah, but man, uh, you know, like I said, I've done this for two years, uh, and man, it, <laughs> that tire doesn't hit you till after the shooting's over, man. The guys are, guys are pumped off, they're having a great time, and then, you know, they get a good night's sleep, and they're ready to go the next day. Oh, I bet. The adrenaline's got to be insane. Silent Night... We have that coming up on uh, May 25th and 26th. Um, I'm going to butcher the name, but it's Ninica, Oklahoma. Is that correct? Yes, Ninica, yep. You can go and register and sign up for this match at the thenationalriflelease.org. Uh, there's still spots available, but we anticipate this being a full match and a ton of fun. That's correct. Okay, now let's get into Mr. Justin Watts. So... You've been on the scene shooting for a while. Um, quick 30-second resume. Tell us, tell everybody out there who doesn't know who you are, what you do, and, and a little bit about your shooting career. Well, uh, I served in the Army in sniper section. Got out, wanted to do something that I, I love. I don't want to go work for somebody in a dead-end job that I'm not happy with. So I opened up Foulboard Precision. Started, you know, gathering folks, local folks, um, come in as, you know, your average shooting range. And then we kind of start expanding. I'm taking guys from, I've had guys, uh, I teach classes. That's primarily where a lot of my income comes. Um, I teach one-on-one -on -one group classes, two-day classes, beginner classes, advanced classes, uh, police departments. I'm the only police independent instructor in the state. I get guys come from South Dakota, New Hampshire, uh, Washington, 
uh, we're starting to we're starting to grow, and I get other people that come out and shoot matches. They they really like it here. Um, I host one match a month. That's uh, a regional match, club match level, and then we host two big matches a year. This silent night being our first of the year. We try to we try to treat everybody the same. I want everybody to have a great time. Anybody that comes to my match, if you have an issue, bring it straight to me. I'm probably 90% going to fix it. A lot of times when you're talking to shooters outside of the Oklahoma area, they're scared to shoot in Oklahoma. Why is that? Oklahoma's known for small targets and lots of wind. I mean, that's your typical Oklahoma match. Big boy match. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, I, we shot, I shot Butch's last year, finished up in the top five. I think that the, the biggest target he had out there was 12 inches at 1,200 yards. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember. That's uh, shoot, shoot for the green last year. Uh, you know, small targets, all prone. Lots of troop lines, lots of diamonds. You know, just your typical match. And, and that becomes, you know, a tough match when you've got 30-mile-an-hour wins, 20-mile-an-hour wins, switchy wins at that. Some of the best shooters in the world are right here, here in Oklahoma. I'm not one of them, but there are some. <laughs> Dude, top five last year at Butch's match is quite an accomplishment. I mean, that was a, a ton of great shooters out there. Um, and, and like you said, the, the Oklahoma crews, the, the guys that shoot in Oklahoma, I mean, they are some of the best in the, in the country and the world. Yeah, I agree. This year, what are, are your goals personally in the competition circuit? You know... I shot uh, uh, about 24 matches last year, including PRS, NRL, clubs, club matches, regional matches. My goal this year is to shoot less than 10. <laughs> I really want to focus more on my family this year, uh, but I've got some sponsors that I've dedicated to uh, that, you know, I've got to fulfill my duties to those sponsors. I've shot one match so far this year, had a top 10 finish. Uh, I've got another match this weekend coming up. And then uh, two weeks after that, another match. And then uh, I've got a match in uh, Colorado. And the rest of the year is kind of open. I don't know yet. Uh, I plan to shoot less than 10 or around 10. So I hope I can keep shooting good this year, shooting well. And uh, and I don't have to shoot 24 matches. <laughs> it's hard traveling to all these different matches and being on top of your game at every single one. Oh, yeah, man, I agree. Um, I mean, there's, there's some of these guys that make it look easy. You know what I mean? Austin Orgain, Tate Streeter, these guys, Justin Vineyard, they, they make it look easy. Guys like Matt Brousseau, um, they go to a match and they're they're fighting for, you know, a position in the top five. I go and I'm fighting to try to get in the top 25. So, uh, you know, some of these guys, it's, you know, they're they're upset when they don't get first. You know, I'm, I'd be happy to be top 10. I mean, this, there's a lot of great shooters out here. I've only, this is my second year you know I'm, I'm hoping to get there one day you know there's a lot of lessons to be learned from those guys with that being said you know you mentioned your sponsors what gear what, what rifle are you shooting what caliber what is your go-to competition setup look like i just switched uh, my action i'm running an impact action uh, i've always run rock creek barrels i've always shot a jay allen chassis uh vortex i've always run a vortex optic uh, my caliber is six millimeter creedmoor I've been with that. I stuck with it. Uh, last year, year before last, when I first kind of got into competition a little bit, little club level stuff, I was shooting a 6.547. Then I switched to a 6XC. And uh, 
the beginning of last year, I switched to a six creed and ran that all year last year. My suppressor, I just I just picked up a suppressor sponsor from Leviathan, um, and uh, I'm eager to really run that thing hard this year and see if I can't break it. You know, there's a lot of good, great companies out there. Um, it, it I, I wouldn't say one stock is better than the other, one optic is better than the other. They all have their their positives and negatives. Um, I kind of kind of pick your poison. You know what I mean? I've I've ran these. The companies that I sponsor or that, my, that sponsor me, they've always been loyal to me. They've never failed me. My products have never failed me. Man, if they came out with a scope that guaranteed 100% impacts, I wouldn't switch over Vortex. You know, same thing with the Jay Allen or, or, or Rock Creek. You have, to, you have to be loyal somewhere, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Now, you've been in the competition circuit for two years. The sport is growing. Where do you personally see the sport in the next three to five years? It's going to keep growing, that's for sure. There's there, there's not just not there's no limitation on the sport. It, there's I mean I see it every day. I get new guys coming out, uh, and the, they they're starting to learn that this isn't you know rocket science. They're they're able to make these impacts at distance. It, it, it takes experience, knowledge, and a little bit of equipment, and uh, and and anybody can do this. Um, you just have to dedicate yourself to do it. Now, if we can get together as a team, as a sport, as a whole, and come together and promote the sport um, with a little bit of unity, I think, uh, man, this, this, this sport is limitless. I tend to agree with you on that. I mean, it's, you know, in the past five years I've been involved with the sport, it has grown tremendously to the point now where factory manufacturers are starting to um produce more precision caliber rifles and coming out with more options for the sport. Yes, I agree. Okay, so a couple of last questions for you, sir. I know you got a busy day. What is your absolute favorite match across the board that you have participated in? Well, besides Silent Night? Besides Silent Night. My favorite match that I've ever participated a tie between uh, the Gap Grind at K&M and the uh, Bushnell Lone Star Challenge. Nice. And what made those two matches stand out for you? Man, I got to work with one of my good, very good friends at the Gap Grind. Colin Barnes was my amateur. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I got to actually, it was a different match because it was a pro-am. You got to actually help your amateur. And, uh, man, I tell you what, when he did good on the stage, I was more happy than when I did get on the stage. And that, it was really, that, that kid had me pumped up the whole match. I didn't get down on any stage. Uh, and, and it was a great time. Uh, the, the course fire was great. The amenities were great at the, at the facility. And uh, Shannon Kay, you know, he was very forthcoming uh, if anybody needed anything. Now, the Bushnell Lone Star Challenge, uh, buddy of mine, Jordy Richardson, runs that down there in uh, uh, Glen Rose, south of Glen Rose. Texas, and uh, man, it was like the perfect mixture of target size and stage difficulty. It was kind of a, I, I got put in a really good squad, uh, you know, it was pretty much all of us Oklahoma guys, minus a few, and it, it just made for a really good match. I mean, the atmosphere was good. Uh, it didn't rain till the end, so. Yeah, it's always nice when the weather cooperates. So you actually brought up a good point here real quick if you have another minute um 
you mentioned that you were squatted with a really good group of guys. When you're at a precision rifle match, how big or how little of a difference does it make to be squatted with a, a group of guys that you um, are like good, good buddies with or a group of random guys? How, how big of a difference does that make to the match? You want to have a great squad. A, a good squad is really, to me, is, is a huge part of how I shoot. Um, if, I, if my squad's not cooperating, if they're leaving gear behind or leaving shooters behind, that irritates me, especially we got new guys. Uh, our squad down in Texas is the last match I shot. We had a, a, a couple new guys, and our whole squad stayed with them and helped them the entire time. That's awesome. And, you know, uh, when you do that, that irritates me when, when, when people do that uh, because maybe they're not shooting well or whatever and they just want to just leave people. I, I don't like it. it. And it irritates me. It makes for a bad time. Now, on the other two points, yes, I love to get in my squad with, with, uh, with friends, right? It, you know, who doesn't? However, I do like to meet new people. Like I, I shot Battle of Breakneck, uh, Breakneck last year in Nebraska, and the only guy I really knew uh, in my squad was Derek Love. Well, I met uh, Eli Groh, Dominic Plunkett, Ken Nordstrom. I, I met a, you know Aaron Segura. I met a bunch of guys that I didn't know before, and now they're really good friends of mine. I mean, you can't do that if you're always in the squad with your guy. Uh, right. with your friends you know you can't meet new people you just this work can't branch out if it's always just the oklahoma guys in the squad or always just the nevada guys in the squad or whatever so it's kind of both ways man i i think a perfect mixture you know you got a couple guys that you know in your squad and a, and a, and a couple new guys that's to me that's about you know that's a pretty damn good squad so are you for random squatting or for sign up for your own squad choice i'm gonna squad uh you know select the squad i mean that's just like you know having a slot machine in front of you you know what i mean you're gonna play it it's kind of, i don't know and I, I i'm not mad at random squatting i would just be just as happy like i said you get new guys in your squad you know I, i've looked at random squads before and, and that i got put in and i'm like man i don't know any of those guys you know i'm gonna have i'm gonna have hell and it turned out i didn't there you go. That's what it's all about is growing the sport, getting more people involved, and having a great time. Well, I appreciate your time today, brother. I, I know it's the middle of the day, and I uh, appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to hang out and, and jump on this call with me. Um, I look forward to seeing you here in a few weeks at, at your match, Silent Night. Uh, it's going to be a ton of fun, and you know, just going to be a, a, a good time. So I look forward to seeing you out there. And uh, until then, I wish you the best. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, brother. All right, take care.